Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, Ryan Tannehill from the Dolphins here. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Tom Bigarito. Don Nottingham. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Doug Kruzan from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Join us now as we talk Dolphin football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now here's your host, Pat Catello. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, and I will be joined alongside Rich Van Zandt shortly as Super Bowl 52 is now uh, set, and it's going to be the New England Patriots versus the Philadelphia Eagles, and uh, the shockwaves are not going to be heard around the country, at least not yet. But uh, there is a lot of interesting notes, I guess, to talk about on the uh, two championship games, which we will get into. Uh, Of course, we're looking at another Super Bowl with the New England Patriots in it. And, uh, you know, nine times, I think, Brady's been to the Super Bowl now, or will have been to the Super Bowl. Um, He's got, uh, you know, uh, I I don't know. I I just don't know what to say about it anymore. I mean, it's just, it it gets to be just a reoccurring movie that you've seen the sequel over and over again and uh you know things could be so different by you know basically two plays i i would say that you could take two plays out of the past super bowls that tom brady's been in and everything would be changed And and the first thing that may come to mind is the two david tyree and manningham plays and maybe he would be undefeated you know but that's not where i was going with that i was actually going with the Malcolm Butler play, and then you could take the uh, the high tower sack from last year, and I think that they lose those two games and probably have a losing record in the Super Bowl. But neither, regardless, uh, you know, they're in again, and uh, we'll start there. The New England Patriots 24-20 over the Jacksonville Jaguars, who really played fantastic for most of the game. Blake Bortles was. Uh, was really ex- extraordinary, and uh, he he showed up for this game, and it's a shame. And you know, with the ten point lead going into the fourth quarter, and and Rich had said this a little earlier to me, you know, he he he, he never had a doubt. And you know, I, I guess I fall into the trap. Not so much that the Patriots want to come back from those ten points, but I fall in the trap that maybe they would come back, but then there'd be like a, a field goal. You know, with no time left, and, and and the Jacksonville Jaguars would somehow pull off the uh, upset up there. But that didn't happen. In 24-20, the England Patriots beat the Jaguars, so they're going to Super Bowl 52. Um, they'll return to defend their title from last year. And uh, in Philadelphia, quite a different story. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles manhandle the Minnesota Vikings, and Nick Foles extraordinary. Uh, nothing less than extraordinary. And uh, 38 to seven, they just dismantle the Minnesota Vikings, who were trying to become the first team to play in their home stadium uh, in the Super Bowl and, and, and set, 
history there that did not happen. And so that's what we're looking at now. We're looking at a rematch. I don't remember what number the Super Bowl was, but between the Patriots and the Eagles, the Donovan McNabb one, and I guess the one that really uh, put a stamp on Spygate. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. So, uh, you know, that that's what we're faced with. And, you know, if you're a New England Patriots fan, you're loving this. Uh, but I think the majority of the people aren't loving this. But, you know, it's hard to get a gauge because the media will spin it the way they want to spin it. And they, you know, they make it seem like everybody is so happy about the Patriots returning. I don't think they are, but I think there is a contingent that certainly is. And uh, more importantly, I think everybody is glued right now um, to their headsets and they're waiting for the Rich Van Zandt apology to both Mick Foles and Blake Bortles. And, of course, the the one man that uh, Rich had the most confidence in and said uh, would show up, Case Keenum, seemed to not have gotten the memo as he laid a golden egg in Philadelphia. And I'm, I'm very close to the Liberty Bell. Is that correct, Mr. Van Zandt? As we welcome I'm Mr. Van Zandt to the show. Bortles. I showed up as much in the fourth quarter as Blake Bortles did. What did Blake, Blake Bortles do in the second half, except try to protect the, the, the lead? He did nothing in the second half. You're blaming that on Blake Bortles? Oh, I don't know about that. And how about taking a knee? This is how much they have confidence in Blake Bortles. 50 seconds left and a half, and you have a chance to put more time out, to put more points on the board. You have timeouts left, and you're taking a knee because you're so sure that that lead is enough. You really would like that? You you really? Now, it's very easy to say that looking back, but you really would want him to go for that? Come on. You really wanted him with 50 seconds left? No, I don't want him to go for it because it's Blake Bortles, but that just shows you (laughs) what they think of him. Yeah, I I think that's very unfair criticism because Blake Bortles certainly showed up, and he is not the reason that the Jacksonville Jaguars didn't win that game. You know it, and I know it. And as far as the second half, he did nothing. Well, it's not that he didn't. It's not that he did nothing. I mean, there was other guys. You know, he followed a play, a playbook. Uh, you know that they gave him. They were very conservative. You know, okay. I'm going to get and, worked up over this game because they, the, the team shouldn't have been there in the first place. This is the biggest joke of a of a path a team ever had to the Super Bowl in my life. They, they played two crappy teams in a row at home. In harsh conditions, in Foxborough where they never lose, they play two inferior teams, and boy, I'm supposed to be impressed over a four-point win by this stupid team. I mean, give me a break. Don't you get worked up now. If they're so great, why'd they put a Montana 42-1 to one for score up there? 42-2. to two. Well, you know, if they're so great, why can't they blow anybody out if this team's so great? If they're, if they're the best thing that we ever saw, how come they squeak by every time? Every time. The inferior teams, teams that you wouldn't yeah. even bat an eye. You wouldn't even bat an eye. But they, they, yeah, But this is what they do. And now you're saying, so by that rationale, now will the better team beat them in the Super Bowl? And I don't mean better than them, but at least better than the two teams they've played. But, you know, you know as well as I do. I wouldn't hold my breath on it. I'm not looking forward to it. Are you kidding me? I'm not banking on it. No. No, I'm not. I'm not banking on it either. In fact, I... I, I'll give you one more before we get to the Philly game. I'm more ups, not upset, but I'm I'm leery.
because usually teams that blow out teams in the championship games, it doesn't really bode well, right? Blow out the Super Bowl. Don't they? I mean, most of them do. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I know. So, I know. you know, when I, when I see that, there's two teams that come to mind. When I watch the Philadelphia Eagles blowing them out, the two teams that came to mind, I always think of that 90 Buffalo Bills team that blew out the Raiders, right? That's the first was, was team I think of. Three? Yeah, it was something like that. It was pretty bad. It was like 3 nothing. and they scored like 52 straight points. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I don't remember the exact score, but it was right around what you just said. And then yeah. I think of the Giants. I think of the Giants when they beat the Vikings, uh, you know, in that 2000 season or whatever it was. 41-0. Yeah, I think of that. And then I think of the way that, you know, obviously the Buffalo Bills almost won that Super Bowl, but they were such a, 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 I won't say superior team because they lacked, they lacked something that Belichick found and, and exploited, but they were they were really a phenomenal team, high powered, and they they shouldn't have lost that Super Bowl. And then of course the Giants, you know, with the uh, Ray Lewis Baltimore Ravens Super Bowl, they wound up losing that one pretty handily as well. So you know it, it doesn't bode great when the team puts those kind of points on the board. But well, here's here's the other one, right? If Gronkowski doesn't get hurt, what's the score? Yeah. I don't know, because it wasn't in the beginning of the game, and they did have a pretty good manhandle on them. So I'm not going to say that it would have been a blowout, because I don't think it would have. I'll be honest with you. If if I'm the Eagles, seriously, if I'm the Eagles, I start like a a third-string special teams guy at middle linebacker, and his job is to spear Gronkowski in the temple. To start yeah. the game and get, get yeah. him out, right? <laughs> not, not. It's worth it, but, right? Yeah. Isn't it worth sacrificing yeah, well, a guy like that? <laughs> well, it, it certainly appeared so in this game because you know you took him right <laughs> out, and uh, yeah. you know. But I will say Jacksonville's defense is pretty good. It's pretty good. They they kind of had. You know, they kind of had him under control, and they had that defense under control. They just – they got a lot of injuries. Did you notice the injuries at the end of the game? Oh, my God. All their star players. Two plays, their two best guys are being helped off the field in two Unbelievable. Plays. Yeah. It's unbelievable how that happened. I'm watching yeah. this, and I'm like, really, him? Him? Yeah. He's hurt now? And then I go, oh, you yeah. got to be kidding me. Now he's out? I, I couldn't believe it. I mean, the, the getting injuries one thing, but the guys that they had going down – in, in, in like the last five minutes of the game when it was the most crucial. So remember, you know, remember two I'll years be... ago when remember two years ago when I was saying we should take Miles Jack for UCLA the that linebacker. I'm like this guy's unbelievable. We should go for him. You remember that in the I, first I, round? Yeah, I mean I do remember you bringing his name up certainly at the draft. I do. Yeah, oh, it was I pretty mean, I hard. I was bringing his name up. Yeah. Yeah. No, I do. But, you know, I give you credit. organization. Took the guy with the gas mask instead. Yeah, no, I know. We're gonna have to hear about this tonsil pick now. As if once again, as if I had something to do with this, I'm going to have no, to be I'm harassed about you. this pick. I'm just no, you're not. It's oh, that's so can, nice of you. The two of us together as the GM. Seriously, <laughs> if me and you were named GM 15 years ago, we wouldn't be in this situation. No, I agree no with way. you. I agree with you, and and one of the reasons why is because Nick Foles probably would have been on my team as a backup quarterback this year instead of Jay Cutler. I would have just went with him because I told you, and I'm not saying he's going to perform next week because who knows, but you know what? This guy's a lot better than you thought he was, and he's in a system that he likes. You know what? He's like it's this guy. Remember he threw seven touchdowns in one game. He's got that record. Yeah, no, I know. He's like six other guys. I remember, yes. He had that moment where he was the highest-rated quarterback in the league for a for that Absolutely. one season. He, and he then did. the guy went to a, he went to he a function did. for like seven years. He, he did, Well, not that long. But here's the thing. 
He went to another system that he did not suit him, lost confidence. It just didn't work out. But when he was able to get back to comfortable surroundings, this is why I said to you, listen, you're way too high on Case Keenum. I don't know what, I don't know what it is. I, I can tell you this, though. If I really look into it, I'll find the reason why. <laughs> Trust me, I will. Because I always no, find it underlying. Somebody's yeah. going to overpay for this guy and really be – he's going to go back to Case Keenum. He's yeah, be no doubt about it. But you were way too high on him, and I don't know why. But like yeah. I said, I could find – I'll figure it out. There's definitely an underlying – there's no reason. Trust me, there's a reason. There's and it's no more reason. so more so more so than the uh uh, uh Teddy Bridgewater uh, uh replacement. There's more so than that. That's part of it, but there's more so to it that you were so high. But listen, you can talk all you want, it's Case Keenum. Right, and it's Blake Bortles who had, who really did step up and played. He played very well, but it seems still Blake Bortles. But my point is, I always told you Nick Foles was on a different level if he got his game together. Nick Foles is much, much more equipped to be a star quarterback. And this guy played in the Pro Bowl, like you said, he had the six or seven touchdowns. I mean, this this guy can play. I hope it goes one more week because I'm not as confident. But you know what? You know, you know, you know what I'm rooting for. Jay Jai yep. to be Super yeah, Bowl was, MVP. Yeah, well, that that was coming. Uh, you know. I, no, imagine, imagine that. Imagine he's Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, I can imagine it. No, no, just saying, he's holding the MVP trophy, and we got a second-round pick that's really a third-round yeah. pick. Well, I was, I, was, I was saving that for the second part of the break, but since now you've broken <laughs> the glass cage and, and the piranha is out. Uh Oh, yeah, and there's no doubt about it. I mean, I'm watching this too, and I'm watching a guy now who had to go, had to go on a, on this Miami Dolphins team. Had, had to no go. No, he he and, couldn't fit into our system. And I blame I blame both of them because here's yeah. the thing. This is different because Gase Gase wanted him out. Tannebaum yeah. made the stupid deal to do that. Well, it's so they're both at fault. That's his buddy, though. No, I That's understand that, but I'm saying I was with you when we were 12. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll give I you got three, three, I I'll got give you three Mickey Mantles for a Mickey Rivers rookie, you know? Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. No, I, I hear you. And believe me, he had a smile across his face, I'm sure, Tannebaum. Because this might be oh, yeah. crazy. He went, yeah, there's no doubt about it. But I'm watching this, and, and I'm saying, you know, shame on you, Gates, because you had to get him out for some reason. You had to prove, uh, make an example out of one of your stars. Rather than wait, you had to make an example during the year and get rid of this guy. And this guy obviously has been very, very solid for this team, and now he's going to a Super Bowl. And you're right. Won't this be something if he's a big part of this Super Bowl and they somehow manage to win? And then, and then Mike Tannebaum, you know, okay, so you got the orders that you got to let this guy go, but that's the deal you make, which is ridiculous, which we've talked about many, many times. But that's the deal you make. So, yeah, Dolphin fans, don't, aren't they always – aren't we always involved – and what goes on around the league, but never for the positive? Isn't it seen uh, that no way? Question. We no always have some kind it. of a link in the chain. Always. Yep. There's always some yep. part of it, whether you're watching Wes Welker turn into a mega superstar with the Patriots, right? 
or, yep. or you know, there's always some ex-dolphin or some tie or whatever. I mean, it, it really is. You know, so there's two things, too, I want to mention to you. I told you Doug Maroney was a pretty good coach, and he, you know, when he, he was obviously an ex-Dolphin player, you, you squawked at that and thought that he was a clown when he was with Buffalo. He's pretty good. I'm not saying well, I'm not putting him on the mantle. He was a failure. He was a failure in Syracuse, and he was like vanquished to the CFL for like ten years. You know, so you know, yeah, I didn't have any confidence in this guy. That's I'm not who, saying that's he's great, Bob but wanted instead of Gaze, you know. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm saying that. You went crazy over him. Yeah. Obviously, Tom Coughlin saw something in him that he really liked. And he, and he was, was pretty before, solid. Wasn't he? Was, was, he was with Jacksonville as an interim. Or he, it was he, there before. He was the interim. He replaced it. So he was the interim for two okay. games. And then Coughlin right. did his search and decided that he was going to keep him and sign him to a longer-term deal. So it's kind of a combination. But it's Coughlin, you know, Coughlin's the one who hired him to stay on. But he was in the organization already. And then as far as, uh, um, you know, uh, what was I going to say? Looking around, um, there's an, uh, another uh, coaching, uh, trying to think what I was going to say. There's somebody else that uh, you were down on. I lost my train of thought. You know, let's, let's take a quick break, and then I'll remember it when we come back. Right back after this. This is former Miami Dolphins, Mark Super Duper. And you are listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associate Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance while playing for the Miami Dolphins in 1975. Don recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352 307 6736 or visit him at com. And now back to your Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Catello.
Welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Pat Catello, Rich Van Zant, broadcasting live as we review uh, the Super Bowl 52 matchup now. New England Patriots take on the Philadelphia Eagles in Minnesota as the Vikings uh, fell short of being the first team to play in their own stadium. And uh, the Jaguars just come up a little bit short as well as representing the AFC. Just a reminder, uh, follow us on iTunes. Just go right to the iTunes story and uh, Pacatello show. You can uh, subscribe, uh, have our latest shows delivered right to your phone every week, and uh, archive any past shows and any questions, comments. Uh, we welcome you to send them to the Pacatello show at yahoo.com, and uh, we love reading them. Uh, so, yeah, Rich, actually what it was was, uh, if you recall, at the beginning of this year and last year, too, I told you that the Jacksonville Jaguars, I told you, were a good team. And I said they were right on the brink, and we had a whole thing about it, and you thought I was crazy. But they really, I told you, they're good. And now, you know, granted, one of the reasons that you didn't like them was because of their quarterback situation, and I'm not sold on Blake Bortles yet either. Uh, but he was able to perform when he needed to. But um, But they're a good team. They're a very good team, and with Coughlin at They're the good, but this, this, was the, this was the easiest path a team ever had to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but how do you – I'm talking about the Jaguars. How was it easy for them? They had to go to Pittsburgh. No, it was easy for the Patriots to get through Yeah, them. but I'm not talking I'm about saying, the Patriots. We're talking about the Jaguars. Yeah, but I'm saying I'm talking, they were an inferior yeah, gotcha. team. Yeah, yeah I, I, so yeah. I don't know. You know, Did they improve yeah. on this? We'll see. They need to change the quarterback. They're never going to. They're never going to win a championship with that guy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you can say that fairly because they certainly could have won this game. <laughs> I said fairly. <laughs> I didn't say Van Zantley. I said fairly, which is not going to know is a gigantic. They're going to be looking for a quarterback. Barrier. They're going to. They're uh, looking sure. for a quarterback. Yes, but you know Coughlin. Coughlin's very loyal to his quarterbacks too. So, yeah, Eli we'll Manning. See. Don't be so sure. You know, Eli, Eli Manning, Manning could, well, be, could be there next happening. year. I don't think it's going to happen because how is he no. getting them? You know, they have to trade for him. I'm not saying he wouldn't want him, but I don't know how he would get them. And and let actually let's talk about that because the new news today, uh, as soon as the uh, Vikings lost, now the, the official hire. Uh, you know, for the uh, the New York Giants' new head coach, and you know, uh, what, what's your Catching. feeling on it all? Yeah, what's your feeling on? Uh, I don't know. Uh, you know, if he if he's the Pat Shurmur we saw in Cleveland, they're in for a long haul. We'll see. I'm extremely I'm extremely surprised on the hire. To be honest with you, I am because it wasn't their first think, choice. Well, yeah, I, I I guess it wasn't their first choice, but nothing is done yet. So to you know to do that right now, I don't know. It's still well, a little surprising. No, well, you know what I'm saying? I, obviously, the beard turned them down, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess, you know, like we said last week, you you said that, you know, done deals between, the, you know, the Patricia going to the Lions and, and McDaniel going, uh, going to the, to the Colts. Going to Colts. Yeah, it's just now, the, I, they have to wait until after the Super Bowl and announce yeah, it I got officially, you. but Listen, they're, they're gone. I, yeah, they're definitely gone. Now, you know, I you know, you, you're saying that it's done deal in stone, and we had a whole thing because I don't think it is. I don't think yeah, it, it is. is. I think it's that's fun. the likely thing. I mean, according to you, there's this contract that's secretly signed. I don't think so. I, I really they, don't. They, now, they have a verbal they agreement. I guarantee it. They have a verbal agreement. It's yeah, over with. They're not, they're not going on more interviews. It's done. Yeah. No, I, and, and that, you know, the, the one that surprises me is McDaniel because the fact that, you know, the Titans – 
fired Malarkey, and and I know that that's the contact they had there is with McDaniel and Mariota. That's what surprises me there. I think that the Titans' job is the much better job for Josh McDaniel. But I also he must, he must really think that you know that luck is coming back, and he must have well, sure. see a huge upside. That yeah, that's well, the only sure. thing I can you don't imagine. Think, you, you don't take that job without thinking right. that, right? I mean, that's yeah. the reason that you take that job because other than <laughs> him. I don't really see a lot of things I like out there. But obviously and I can see Ursang offering him a lot more money than the Titans, too. That's a possibility, too. That, that That's true. That's a possibility. I didn't really get into the money situation or anything like that, but that's a good point. You know, that would obviously could be a factor. But like I said, Josh McDaniel has to be very careful because you, you get two shots at this thing. Very rarely do you get three without major success. No, you're so, correct with that, but just remember about McDaniels, you know. He hasn't been on the street. He's still been getting paid a very good salary, you know, for the assistant time that he's been there. Now he's going to hit a home run with this, and he's going to get a lot of guaranteed money with this contract. And then yeah. if he fails, he'll go back to being a coordinator. I don't think they care about it as much as you think. Well, you mean, know, they don't care I think they go for the guaranteed head coach money, and if it doesn't work out, they become North Turner. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. I mean, a guy like McDaniel will become, you know, a, a fixture on uh, as an offensive coordinator, no matter what his. Well, look at North Turner. He's hired again. I mean, you know, yep. guy never goes away. No, when you win those kind, when you win that many Super Bowls as an offensive coordinator, you're going to get that. Yep. We still see Wanstat in the league. I mean, it's as simple as that, right? Wanstat, who yeah. not that long ago was a special teams coach, was he? Was he? He is something <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> It was <laughs> something crazy, you know. But know. Uh, yeah, so yeah. Yeah, remember he was, that a, he was a special teams coach of the of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was crazy when we seen him there. But you know, I, I guess the point that I make on it is is that, um, you know, head coaching wise, you look at the two jobs. It will be all contingent on Andrew Luck coming back ex- and being extremely healthy. So. That's a little bit of a risk there. And then even if he is, I think the team needs some work. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see how that all kind of shakes out. But And, and I also, you know, I think that the two of them have a little bit of an inkling of to see what happens in New England. But the bottom line is Bob Kraft is not going to let anything change. I mean, you, you seem to think that he would just trade Belichick. That wouldn't happen. He's not going to let him go. He's not going to let him go or Brady go, and he would make him sit out unless he got a monster, monster trade. You know, that would it would have yeah. to come, and you know. So I I don't see any reason why Bill Belichick and Tom Brady aren't back again next year, regardless. Yeah, I don't know what all that was about. I don't know. I don't know if we're going to ever know or ever see anything come no, up. No, I don't think well, you're going to know. You won't know until after this game. You know, they're they're you know they're a weird weird bunch of people up there. You know, just like that whole thing with his cut on his hand last week. I mean, oh, that's ridiculous. Let me ask you, I mean, even to this day, now we got the picture of him holding up the cut, but even to this day, we still don't know what happened. I don't. No, it's ridiculous. How is that I, I thought he twisted. I thought maybe, I, I think maybe they say it's cut on the hand, that means he twisted his ankle. Yeah, I. but, you know, he showed it today, right? And he's got yeah. a sprained thumb and 12 stitches on the top by his pinky, on the palm, up top, coming down. Now, Rich, 
Come on. How does that, that happen? That didn't happen at practice. It doesn't happen at football related, does it? No, you know, was, he, was, he, was, uh, he was making one of those juice mixtures, you know, and he's cutting a pear maybe, up probably. Maybe, but you maybe know? it's something even more than that. Maybe a it's something even more saw. than that. No, yeah, I mean, who I'm knows? He could have punched yeah, a mirror. Who knows? I think I think there is something a little cockeyed about it. And the fact that nobody's asked him? How come no, I haven't heard anybody? Well, I've heard some people ask about it. But yeah, I want to know. We're not talking about that. Yeah, exactly. Now today, he's holding up a, now today he holds up a picture with his hand up in the air and a big smile on his face. So today, now we're, we're not talking about it, but we're allowed to show it after I had success <laughs> with the championship game. So but come ridiculous. on. What happened to the hand, Tom? Well, we're, we're on to Philadelphia. What happened to the hand, Tom? We're on to I want to know what happened to the hand, Tom. I mean, why is this so... Everybody else has to answer to a certain standard, right? Yes. How come this isn't released? How come we don't know what happened? Why isn't he being drilled? Now, he's going to the Super Bowl. And you know what the press <laughs> is like there, right? I want to yeah, see yeah. him drilled on this. I want to see him drilled. And he drilled. won't answer it. He like, takes the no, fifth. No, he won't. Yeah, he will. But it's a lot harder to take the fifth when you have the national reporters drilling you for, you know, for 20 minutes or whatever it is, rather than yeah. the Patsy, Patsy Boston press that, that are given their rules before they walk into the building. It's almost like, you know, yeah. when uh, Jennifer Lawrence comes on the show to do an interview. Well, you're not allowed to talk yeah, about this, this, Bradley. Well, they should, have, they should have Ben Affleck and Matt Damon interviewing them before the game, you know? Well, that would the, be really in-depth. They kind of do when they're up in New England. And that's what yeah. I'm saying. I mean, that's pretty much the treatment they get up there. One person will ask a question about it, and they'll be bombarded and ridiculed for doing it, and then that's it. But I'm hoping that yeah. on the national platform, there's going to be a lot more people coming at him and saying, well, what happened exactly? That doesn't seem like a football-related injury, Tom. The sprained thumb and the cut like that doesn't seem like a football-related injury. I followed quarterbacks for the last 35, 40 years, and I don't remember any quarterback sustaining an injury that that's similar to that, ever. I remember oh, this the is, New England uh, Patriots. Way, this, is, this is Brady's eighth Super Bowl, by the way. Eighth Super Bowl, yeah. Yeah. What I say, ninth. The team's yeah, tenth. Eight. Yeah, the team's tenth. Team's tenth. Brady's eighth Super Bowl. He's got yeah. six wins. Five and, wins. Uh, he, five wins. Yeah. Five and five two. wins. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Five and two. And and as I was saying earlier, you know, I I two of those games could have certainly went a different way, right? Could have been three and four very easily. <laughs> But then yeah, again, absolutely. I guess you can make the argument can make the argument that he could have been yeah, seven and zero. Yeah, the other way too. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But you know, I like I, getting back to my point on this injury. I don't recall that. I, I recall the Cincinnati Bengal guy, right? Wasn't there a Bengal guy or one of the receivers would have paid cut his hand right before Stanley, the game? Wasn't a bank? No, no, yeah, no, he, no. Stanley Wilson. That was no. They found him in a cocaine stupor the night before the game. The, okay, who 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 had the who had the injury to his hand? Was it a baseball player that that right before a major World Series cut his hand open? No, that was uh, that was John Tudor when he got knocked out of Game Six against the Royals. He put his hand through a fan after he got knocked out of the game. Yeah, this, he had to go to the hospital. This injury, this injury to me, 
just, I, I don't know. It does not seem football related to me. No, it seems and like maybe, a, a Bobby Ojeda, I was cutting the hedges injury. Yeah, you know? yeah. If something's up with this. And, and with all the turmoil going up on up there, you know, yeah. I would just like to know a little bit more. I would just like to know a little bit more. And that's as simple as that. Now, also the big surprise. You have a better chance of finding out who's in the grassy knoll, bro. Yeah, you do. You do. You do. Now, I would like to know, you know, I mean, both of us are are very surprised. As we say, the Dolphins are always related in one way. I'm surprised Doug Peterson has had so much success as the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. (laughs) If you would have told me. When I was watching Shula's 325th win in person, and and the backup quarterback for Scott Mitchell is in there, and he can't hold a snap from center on an extra point, that this guy would be a Super Bowl head coach <laughs> years later, I would have I would I would have laughed for an hour and a half straight. Yeah, I, I, I'm like I'm this surprised. guy, the guy that fumbled on the three yard line <laughs> on the snap from center. <laughs> well, I'm surprised too, only in the sense that I didn't even really see him as like a coaching material I didn't see him that kind of mindset you know there's certain guys yeah, like if you would have asked me I would have thought Don Strzok would have been like the greatest coach of all time yeah you know and and, and you yeah. see a guy like Doug Peterson who never really seemed like you know he seemed like he ran out and held the extra point for Marino like well, I, mean, I still think Doug, Don Strzok would have been a great assistant or head coach but you know he that contract dispute ruined them yeah, well, it did when he got out of Miami. You're saying he would have been better off just staying there and biting the bullet. If he stayed and then... his whole career there, first of all, I think Marino would have had a chance to win a ring. Number one, yeah, I agree. Marino was number the same after he left. And number I two agree. is, I think he would have he would have eventually moved into be offensive coordinator, quarterbacks coach because he was basically the quarterbacks coach when he was there. Yeah, he was like an yeah. assistant coach slash you know slash backup quarterback. Yeah, I, I agree. I would have liked to have seen that happen, and and uh, you know he that, and I understand his point on it is that you're the backup quarterback for you know twelve years, thirteen years there, and you've done all you've done, and they don't want to pay you this, and then they bring in Ron Jaworski and pay five times that for him, which was a little strange, you know. So I understand there, but you're right. It's almost like you have to. Abide by the system, or you're going to get bit. And and he didn't, yeah. and he left, and that probably did crush him. And I remember he had was the FIT was the head coach there for a half a minute or something. But um, he started yeah, a program it, there. He actually did pretty well, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, for getting back to it, I never seen Doug Peterson as this. But you know, this team is playing very well right now, and it comes down to you know. <laughs> We're the only and, two people in the world that know he used to be a Dolphins quarterback. That's the greatest, though. They don't even mention that Doug part Peterson. of his life. Yeah. Yeah. No, they they don't mention it. I mean, I bring it up here because you know, let's face it. I mean, our audience is you know are diehard Dolphin people, and I think there's a lot more people. You know, then that think like us. At least you would. Well, <laughs> that's a scary notion. <laughs> Don't go so back. crazy. <laughs> yeah, let me take that back. Don't I disparage anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I would think that there's other people who have. You know, some I wish we memories. didn't think like we did. It wouldn't bother. I mean, would, things wouldn't bother us as much. You know. Yeah. Well, you you come into the you know the trap setting, and, and did I fall into the trap? I fell into it in the sense that I not that I thought that that ten point lead was holding up. Like Romo, oh no, they're in trouble now. Fourteen, there was fourteen minutes left in the fourth quarter. They're down by ten, and they have the ball. 
I mean, they score here. You're down by three, Romo. What, what? You know, I'm not saying it's the same as the Atlanta Super Bowl. Yeah, because it's not the same. It's not even in the ballpark. <laughs> what I seen in that Atlanta yourself. Super Bowl was I insane. just want to know, when, when, when is the date between Brady and Romo going to happen? Because Romo basically asked them out during the whole broadcast. So when, when is the dinner date coming? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think they're going to start dating next week. Well, Tony I Romo, never saw I, so much, you know what, licking in my life, you know? Oh, God. Yeah. oh boy. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think that he was getting a little too excited and for different reasons, and I don't know. I, it's <laughs> the greatest one I, re- I read today was they said that was the biggest game Tony Romo was ever involved in. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the one I heard was uh, it's official. Tony Romo has finally made it to the second round of the playoffs. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, he, he lost me yesterday. I was, I mean, come on, stop with the praising already. I mean, everything. The guy throws a five-yard pass. Nobody does it any better than this. That's the go. Yeah. Uh, uh, stop already, please. Yeah, I mean, I like. We got it. It's a great quarterback. All right, enough already. I like the fact that uh, you know he knows a, a lot of what's going to happen before. You know, I, I enjoyed that part, but he's getting a little too you know rah rah. You know, he's got the ball. It's a five yard pass. Oh, I don't know. Does he have, I don't need that. I mean, come on. No. What a catch! But I don't know. Let's see it. Yeah, it looks good. I don't know. The ball's moving. Tony, it's a five yard out. If it's not, they'll come back and they'll do the second down play. And guess what? There was no chance yeah. that that wasn't a catch. He was going yeah. on and on about that ball. Yeah, you know oh, what I was talking about. Goes, uh, yeah. You know, Tony, yeah. it's a catch. I don't know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. The whole world knows, Tony. What do you, you know what I was referring to. Yeah, you're absolutely right. The ball, yeah. It wasn't even in oh, question. <laughs> it's not even no. in question. Here. No. You know, I mean, enough is enough now. Come on, Tony. Yeah, yeah. but uh, but I, like I said, I didn't think that they were going to hold on to that ten point lead. But I thought that maybe the, the Patriots would tie it up and that they'd be able to get in field goal range and kick a field goal because their field goal kicker was tremendous. Oh boy, was he good! Yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean, yeah, there's no question, but uh, I, I knew, I, you know, like I said, I saw the end of this movie before. I knew it was going to happen, and I'm like, I'm not going to let myself get worked up because there's no way. I'm thinking, you're really going to see the Jacksonville Jaguars logo, like, as, in Super Bowl 52, like, next to whoever. And I'm like, not happening. Yeah, I know. Not happening. <laughs> no. And once again, we have to witness. Yeah. Oh. It's just so I mean, I hate this day anyway. What the Super Bowl turns into, I hate the whole oh, day. I, I, I hate the commercials. I hate the halftime nonsense. I hate oh. the whole event. I hate the fact that, like, the whole world watches it that doesn't even know sports. I can't stand oh, the, whole, the whole thing. Me I hate too. non-sports people commenting about it. I can't stand it. And then you just me add too. this stupid team from New England in there every year. It just makes it worse. I know. And then you have to watch the – the you know the reporters on these entertainment shows and all that kind of stuff that yep. don't know anything about it and they talk about Tom Brady oh did you see what well, you know it's such the greatest game and in the last uh, oh I'm just oh, so God. tired of it I really am yep I really am but it gets worse you know, and worse and worse so here we are we've talked about it maybe it didn't go as smooth as as we thought it might have but the results are the same and now you're at the yep. last line of defense we're at the last line of defense before Tom Brady uh, is able to get his sixth super 
So, uh, you know, I, I don't know. We, we've talked about it so many times, but now it's here and it's right in front of us. So quick break and uh, Super Bowl 52. Will it be any different than uh, everybody thinks it will be? Hi, this is Nick Bonacani, former linebacker with the Miami Dolphins, and you're listening to the Pacatello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associate Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance while playing for the Miami Dolphins in 1975. Don recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit him at www.donnottinghamins.com. And now back to your Miami Dolphins legend show with your host, Pat Catello. Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello, and I'm joined alongside Rich Van Zandt as we come into the final stretch now, a Super Bowl 52 preview show it has become as the uh, Philadelphia Eagles will take on the New England Patriots in a rematch, uh, I guess, of their Super Bowl the first time around. Um, not many of the same people, but of course the two mainstays are still there. Rich, this has been a little bit different than we thought it was going to be as far as the way it happened, but it's certainly been the exact same as we thought it was going to be as far as the results. So, you know, we'll have a little bit more time to actually delve into it and see what the weeks, you know, the, the, the next couple weeks bring. But, you know, what's your initial thought? I mean, uh, Philadelphia, let, let me ask you this. I mean, Philadelphia, they show up. Is this a game? I don't know. I don't know. You know, <laughs> you know how it is. You got to beat the. Yeah. You got to beat the Eagles. Got to beat the Patriots, and they got to beat the. You know, their secondary team, the referees. You know yeah, how that is. You, I mean, I guess you let's, might let's, well let's look at yesterday. Yeah. I mean, there was one penalty yeah. called against the team. That doesn't happen in October. I mean, come on now. You know, yeah. I saw two blatant ones that should have been called. First of all, the one that got him back in the game before halftime. That long pass. Which is the biggest play of the game. The pitcher receiver ran out of bounds. How's that pass interference? I don't know. I think that 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 call, like you said, single-handedly changed the game. It put them back back in the game. 
And it's and like, you know, I, I said it to you, but I go, the refs couldn't stand the fact that they're losing, so let's get them back in the game before it happened. Really, it really was terrible. I mean, it really was. It's a, it's a perfect example of officials taking a bigger part in the result of the game than they should. I mean, there's certain times when you've got to look the other way. I don't even know if that classifies this that, but he's out of bounds. He's he, On his own accord, he's out of bounds. He's got yeah. his back towards him. There's a little bit of contact, but it's both ways. There's no way that that should have been a pass interference call. No, because the if anything, it's of the game in, like that. But again, the guy ran out of bounds, so it should be nothing. Very, very bad. And then, of course, all the memes all over the place with the referees con- first congratulating Brady and then yeah. smiling like hyenas after they win. I mean, does the, does the well, NFL you know, not you know, realize- I don't know what play this was. I can't tell you what pass play it was, but I don't know if you noticed this. It was another long Brady pass, and it was a clear hold right behind Brady. The guy was, like, ready to sack him. And the the, the offensive lineman had two hands full of jersey. It was, like, stretching out the defensive guy's jersey. Nothing. Right. Well, I didn't it necessarily huge, see that. It was a huge but I can tell you, It was, like, right behind him. It was, like, if you look, if Brady's looking at you, he was, like, yeah. over Brady's left shoulder right behind him. And he was going to yeah, blindside sack him without this hold. It was oh, absolutely ridiculous how they didn't call this. I believe it. If you look at the last play of the game, where it was the third and two, and then he ran for the first down for eight yards, one of yes. the clearest holdings you will ever see. Oh, I saw Completely it. Yeah, I saw called. that. Yeah, I, I mean, know. it's just. I know. You know what? This is what I don't understand. Does the NFL not realize that this is hurting the brand? Are they buying into the media and the and the New England fans? Because the, the majority of the people are not in love with the Patriots, and they're sick. Well, I got to be honest with you. This is this is one of the reasons the ratings are down too. Nobody wants to see it Brady is. and Belichick in the Super Bowl anymore. I mean, Nobody wants to see way, this. And the way that they are. They've gotten yeah. worse and worse and worse, and just the yep. miserable press conferences, the the secretive nonsense, the attitudes. I mean, it just it, it just adds to it. Yeah, I mean, it just adds to it all. Do they not realize yep. this? And when I say that, the reason why I don't think they do is because I'm not saying the games are fixed or anything like that. Okay, I'll leave that out there, whether or not they get calls. But don't you have to have a sit down and say, listen. You need to act professional. I don't want to see you all congratulating Tom Brady. I don't want you all in awe of them, smiling, laughing. I mean, it's so plainly obvious that they're starstruck when they do it. To some of these referees, I've absolutely never seen that. Starstruck. I've never seen a referee congratulate anyone ever. Me either. Never. They, and I've, I've seen it with him a few times, though. I have seen yeah. it a few times where referees yep. have come up. You know, I realized in the past, I remember, you know, there's always there's some interaction, Brett Favre and this and that with guys. That's okay. I get that. You're you're you got some kind of rapport. This is like nothing I've ever seen. I'm telling you, they almost seem starstruck against around yeah. this guy. I mean, don't you have to have a memo? Uh, you're, it's a championship game. How do you allow that? There's memes all around the country right now. With this guy smiling like a hyena in the huddle. I know. That's okay, but if, like, another ref, like, got an autograph for his nephew or something, he'd get fired. Right? Well, yeah. I in mean, the tunnel. Right? 
Yeah, I, I'm not saying that that would be right either. I guess when you're in that kind it's, of I guess, I guess in this day and age, it's not. But back in the day, nobody cared about that crap. But now that that would be that would be a fireable offense. But this is okay. Oh, for sure it would be. But I mean, but when you're an official and you obviously have this much stake in the in the outcome of a game, because let's face it, that, those two plays that we talked about changed the game. That one yeah. play changed the game. I knew it. I said it. I said, yeah. it's, it's so typical. It's like they, they can't stand to see this team lose, so they're going to get them right back in it. Yeah. I can't figure it out, and we've talked about it. I mean, it's to the point now where – It's been going where, on up there for a long time, though. It's pretty Belichick, the States. Yeah, I guess so. But uh, I don't know if it's pretty Belichick that the referees have – Giving them nods. Oh, I mean, well, what we, about the game know. we went to, the the Fiedler yeah. game? Remember, the, the, we were, we're going to win the AFC East. You know, what, remember those calls? Yeah, the first one was the was the pass interference call that was clearly offensive pass interference, and that started the ball rolling down the hill. Yeah, I mean, uh, maybe, but I don't know if I can take this to that level there because that's going to happen in games. But... What do you? The, who's OJ McDuffie in the back of the end zone? That was no. That was actually Mark Ingram, and that was clearly Mark a catch Ingram, in the okay. Miami Dolphins. Yeah. And the Miami yeah. Dolphins should have. That was that was one of the biggest travesties. That was a Parcells game. Clearly a yeah. catch, and they should have been in the playoffs. And yeah. it, it, it was ridiculous. I gave you two examples right now, and then you can throw the snowplow yeah. in there, pre Belichick too. Yeah, but I can't. I, the snowplow was. I mean, Shula. They used to say Shula got calls, right? So yeah, I can't go there. No, well, but, but wait a minute. The, the refs know that that's illegal, so why are you allowing a snowplow to go on the field? Yeah. I still can't figure it out, though, how this team is able to do this every year. I, I can't figure no, it out. That's ridiculous. You know, well, I, I, you know, I, I, there's, I think there's – the only thing I can go with, I and mean, one of them saying, the league is so inferior now that they're good enough just to get there, and it helps out that our division stinks, so they basically have six buys – you know, yeah, going into that, that. so they're, they're guaranteed like twelve years. wins a year, like the Colts used to make. I'm just well, I'm just giving you examples of why. I mean, well, what we're the only other team that won a division. We won it once, right? Yeah, we... I, I got that, but but I mean, you have all these so-called geniuses that are you know working round the clock to do the same goal, and, and they just cannot. Well, we're not, they're not. The but you know, as a Dolphin fan, you know you you've watched. Uh, who you arguably think is you know one of the greatest players of all time spend 17 years and not be able to get back to a Super Bowl since his sophomore why, year. Why didn't we get back to the Super Bowl? Because we had a nemesis in our own division that got the fourth straight. Yeah, they have no nemesis this, in this division. They have they have a clear easy. path every year. But this easy? I mean, it's ridiculous. And they win so many of the Super Bowls, too. It's ridiculous. Uh, you I know, know, the one thing it, that popped in my no head. Sense. But the league, you know, the league is terrible, too. This has to really irk Bill Parcells. I was thinking about it. I mean, this guy has to be like, wait a minute. Because he knows how difficult it was. Yeah. And he, I, I, in my mind, I, I mean, I think that's the greatest era in the history of football. Well, what I, what I don't understand is with, the, with, this, with this Patriots run, the only two players that are really – well, there's only one player that really was there, Brady, right. and then I you know. have Belichick. And then, you know, mean. then Edelman gets hurt, nothing happens. Last year, well, two years ago, Gronk missed Super Bowl. They win the Super Bowl, right? Gronk gets knocked out in the second quarter this Super Bowl. I mean, it never stops. 
That's what it I'm saying. It doesn't matter what happened. I don't get it. <laughs> Nobody even yeah. remembers Edelman. Like, it's forgotten. No. Oh, yeah, Hogan. Edelman got hurt. Yes. Exactly. And look, Hogan's not even performing. No, I this guy cooks, you know? I just don't understand this. How can this team have yeah. so much success continually? It doesn't make sense. And like I, like I said, Bill Parcells has to be beside himself. Like this guy, you know, I know how hard this guy every year. Pretty much, if he's not in the heart. You know, I, I never mean, talked like this. I never talked like this about the Montana slash Steve Young Niners. You just knew they were a machine. They had great players, and you like you you, just, you didn't like it, but you accepted it. I can't accept this because I look and I'm like they're not that good. You know. Well, I, I, I still don't. You know, it goes against everything I believe. It's like I don't know how they're doing it over and over again. Yeah, I don't know how either. I mean, obviously they work as a unit better than any other team in the yeah. NFL. And when you're successful, like said, they, have you keep it going. they have a lot of help. They have a lot of help. You know, early, early, but do they still? I mean, I got oh, the whole Spygate thing. I'm not buying it. The who Blake has one thing. penalty in a playoff game, bro? Come no, on. I got you there. Yeah, I mean that seems like they're getting officiating help. But I mean, I got the Spygate thing, but they're so past that right now. The Deflategate thing, yeah, okay. I get that as far as you want to bring it on Brady, you know, but I don't get it as far as success. Uh, you know, that to me. Uh, well, you know, look, is, when they did the Deflategate thing, forget about what it did for Brady. They had no fumbles at home all year. I got you. I mean, I, I got you, but you're never going to convince me that they wouldn't have won the Super Bowl that year without that. I'm not saying you're that, never gonna. but, you know, it definitely, look, they're not doing it if there's not an advantage to it. Nobody cheats for the hell of it. Well, that was more on him. That was more of a Brady thing. So Don't I think be so that was sure. more. Uh, Don't be so I, sure. I, Brady didn't come up with. If you take point six pounds of air out of this ball, it's going to be better. Somebody got to him to tell him that and showed him like what the. You know what I mean? He's not coming up with that by himself. Well, I wouldn't necessarily say that. It's a lot of free time. These guys are holding balls. He he has a deflated ball, and he's like, "I like this. What is this at?" This feels good yeah, to me. Well, yeah. Yeah, Regardless, yeah. I don't I don't attribute that to success. I the Spygate thing, I think there's definitely something to that. I think they had a major advantage. We both know what happened when the Dolphins went up there with Teddy Johnson or whatever his name was and the uh, yep. you know, the the slant yeah. from Marino in the playoffs. But I, you know, but it's been too long after that. How is you know, the success rate here is just off the charts. I mean, yep. and yeah, it's a weakened league, and when you have a machine that's running, it's a lot easier to just add parts to it. And when, like I said, one. when you have a crappy division that you're playing in, you know that, that you're not, you don't feel a threat from these other three teams that are in your division. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's basically like a long training camp before you get to the playoffs. Yeah. Oof. Twenty years. Twenty years, and now we have one. One more line of defense, and that's the Philadelphia Eagles. They're, you know, uh, basically coming after them, and uh, I don't know. I think you I thought this was over the most- ten years ago. I, 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 you know, I can't believe that we're still dealing with this crap. I know. And, and you said, uh, you know, you've seen the movie before. I mean, it, you could say that about this too. We've seen the movie before. I mean, what was it, twenty-eight-three last year? Yep. Is that what it was? And it's a better team. 28? They played a better team last year. This, this Eagles team is not as good as that Falcons team. No, it's not. Well, it was a 28-35-3. What was it? 35-3? 28-3 in the third quarter. Jeez. That's what it was? 
I don't know. Uh, I guess we'll see. We'll see what the week brings. Gronkowski, I think, will be healthy enough in two weeks. So, well, he's uh, played. You know. he's play. The game was tomorrow he'd play. You know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. I'm surprised he didn't come back to that game yesterday, aren't you? Well, I just think they wouldn't have been able to. <laughs> you know? Well, they, they, do it. Was... they do it in other situations. I mean, look what they did with uh, Cam Newton this year. He didn't know where the hell he was, and they put him back in the game, you know? <laughs> Yeah, Gronkowski <laughs> really got his bell rung, didn't he? <laughs> oh, that's what I said. Sacrifice a third-string special teams guy for this. Put somebody else on the roster that's a sacrificial lamb. In the first play of the game, scared the guy down. Van Zandt's got a bounty. You're going to get suspended yeah, I'm now. I'm Buddy Ryan for the guy. Bring back the ghost of Buddy Ryan and put a bounty on Gronkowski. <laughs> You're going to get suspended from the show, man. I'm going to have to suspend you. Maybe Goddard will suspend me. Too bad Goddard will work for you. Good luck. Oh, boy. You're going to get suspended now. Oh, man. Yeah, well, that is what it is. I guess we'll see how it all shakes out. But uh, not excited. Not too excited about it. You know, you'll be no, it's disgusting. Well, what do you mean? There's nothing we can do about it. Well, <laughs> you know? I mean, just be happy just... that they lost games. Well, just be happy that they're, that they're not 18 and 0 going into this thing. All right, just put that in your pipe and smoke it. You don't have to worry about that. Well, you know that actually is something he gave me that I am a little excited about. You're right. I got to look for the good side of it. So we'll go from there. And Richie, of course, you got Justin Timberlake, and I know you're a big Justin Timberlake fan, so you got that at halftime. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next week on the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Took a look down a westbound road Right away I made my choice Headed out to my big two-wheeler I was tired of my own boy Took a beat on the northern plains And just roll that power on Twelve hours out of Mackinac City Stopped in a bar to have a brew Met a girl and we had a few drinks and I told her what I decided to do. She looked out the window a long, long moment and she looked into my eyes. She didn't have to say a thing. Never even said a word, just walked out and got on.